Today, we hear a difficult gospel reading, but a well-known one. It's written in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, almost exactly the same, where Christ crosses the Sea of Galilee and goes to the region of the Gergesenes, and there he encounters the well-known demoniacs. And it's interesting that even the demons have an opportunity to have an encounter with Christ. And they recognize him, by the way, immediately. And sometimes it makes me feel bad because I think, do I recognize Christ when I have these encounters? Or am I busy and stressed and overwhelmed? Or is my ego too great at the moment for me to recognize? And they are obedient to him. They beg him to be sent out into the pigs at least. And he casts them out. And the town people come and they are not quite sure to what to make of this story about this, these happenings and they ask him to leave because they're afraid. And I realize that in life all of us will have opportunities to encounter Christ. As I said in Greek, we have a very good friend who has a relative that grew up in a very wealthy but communist family in Greece. And this young man grew up in a very wealthy and successful family. And not only was he an atheist, but he was the type of atheist that swore at believers. He would yell at them and swear at them. And he would swear at the priests and the bishops. And he would swear about God and Christ. And this went on for many, many years. And as he grew up, he fell into alcoholism and he fell into drug use. And this went on for many years. And his family, his parents, thought our son is lost. He's surely going to die. He won't make it. He was close several times, by the way. And one day he had an encounter, as he calls it, with God. He says that he had a vision of the Virgin Mary. Mind you, he didn't believe at all. He barely knew who the Virgin Mary was. And he had this vision. And immediately his life changed. He was able to stop using drugs and stop drinking. It was not easy, of course. And he has spent the last eight or ten years or so in repentance, traveling from church to church and reading and some people look at him and they think he's crazy. They say he's like a fool for Christ. And it may be true that he's not normal. But that encounter saved his life. For surely, if he had continued on the road that he was, he would not be around today. And the point is that all of us have an opportunity in life to have an encounter, to be influenced and to be touched and to experience God in our life. And it won't be perhaps that we see Christ like this that enters our home and speaks to us. But surely we can feel the power and the love and the faith deep within us. Of course, having these encounters takes love and patience and more than anything else, it takes humility. For if we are not 
humble, we will not even recognize that Christ is amongst us. Humility is such an important part of who we are, such an important part of our faith. For without humility, it will be very difficult for us to love, for us to experience happiness and peace. And as the saints have said for many generations, that if we have humility, all of our problems will be solved. We will even look at illness and death differently when we have humility. Our ego complicates our lives quite a bit. And it is a good thing for us to work on being more humble and more loving. And you'll see that these virtues lead one to another. And our lives will be more complete and more authentic. We welcome all of you today on this beautiful Sunday of the falling asleep of Saint Anna. Today is one of the holidays of Saint Anna, the mother of the Panagia, the mother of the Virgin Mary. Some people celebrate today. Some people celebrate on December 9th, which is another feast of, the, of Saint Anna. If you are an Anna, or if you have an Anna, and you celebrate today, we wish you a blessed feast day. Chronia Polak.